It's Tuesday, February 6th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories along with other important things going on in our community. Today, in a notable resolution reached at the Arizona Court of Appeals, Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative has successfully settled a lawsuit filed in 2020 concerning access to a critical electricity distribution line situated on private property in St. David. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that John Symington is a businessman and politician who served as Arizona's 19th governor from 1991 until 1997? His tenure ended with his resignation following bank fraud convictions, which were later overturned. Before politics, Symington was an Air Force captain and a real estate developer. He championed charter schools and established the Arizona Water Bank Authority. Convicted on fraud charges in 1997, he resigned but was later pardoned by President Clinton in 2001. Post-politics, he pursued a culinary career and founded the Arizona Culinary Institute. Known for witnessing the Phoenix Lights UFO sighting in 1997, Symington has remained influential in state politics, endorsing candidates and sometimes considering return. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Benson Hospital. Benson Hospital is doing more than treating illnesses. They're building a healthier community through prevention. Access to affordable fruits and vegetables are essential to good health. Their collaboration with Pinnacle Farms and Market on the Move brings more than 12,000 pounds of affordable produce to the community every month. For more information and dates, follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our feature story. Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative has successfully settled a lawsuit filed in 2020 concerning access to a critical electricity distribution line situated on private property in St. David. This line, installed in the 1950s, has been a point of contention, leading to a legal battle that culminated in a settlement ensuring SSVEC's continued access while imposing a 20-year moratorium on increasing the voltage of the line. The legal dispute originated over SSVEC's right to utilize a transmission line that traverses private land without a formal easement agreement. Installed before 1958, the line spans a 50-foot-wide and 2,700-foot-long strip of land, covering approximately 3.1 acres. The controversy arose due to the utility line's long-standing use of the land for maintenance of its line, despite the absence of a written agreement with the landowners. The initial lawsuit sought to secure an easement through Arizona's eminent domain law, arguing SSVEC's visible and unchallenged use of the land for over a decade granted them the right to the easement. In April 2023, Judge David Thorne of the Cochise County Superior Court ruled in favor of SSVEC, granting a 50-foot-wide easement. However, the settlement reached in December 2023 expanded the easement to 100 feet wide, covering 6.2 acres, double the size granted by Judge Thorne. This agreement, now recorded with the Cochise County Recorder's Office, not only formalizes SSVEC's access to the land, but also restricts the utility from increasing the voltage of the line beyond 69 kilovolts for the next 20 years until September 2043. After this period, the utility will no longer face any voltage restrictions. 
Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace for First, Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, Aliento and other organizations that work with immigrants and DACA recipients are shedding light on the barriers many students face when it comes to education. Ripley Simone Kennebrew of Cronkite News has more on the story. Students from all over the state representing more than 30 high schools and colleges were at the Capitol today to lobby lawmakers about issues important to them. Ripley Simone Kennebrew talked to one group of students who have particular concerns when it comes to the future of their education. Aliento is an organization that says they advocate for youth and undocumented students. For them, education is more than what they learned in school. They are fighting for access in education. Dozens of students arrived at the Capitol professionally dressed to meet with lawmakers to plead their causes. There were three main goals of Aliento at the legislature this year. The first, revising state law to make undocumented and DACA students eligible for occupational and professional licenses. Are there ability to get occupational licenses, especially for dreamers and undocumented students that want to go into nursing, want to go into construction, or want to go into engineering? Right now, they cannot get a license uh, to to pull uh, forward with their profession. So we're getting them to school already. Why not allow them to get that professional license if they meet all the all the criteria? Another goal: making college more affordable. Jose Patino says it's heartbreaking when motivated students can't get ahead. Because you spend 16 years of your life in public education, but also in college, and you do all-nighters, and you do all this stuff, and then you see your friends on, on social media, on Instagram, and they're doing internships, and they're working here, but you can't because you don't have that nine-digit number. And the last, they want young people to have access to driver's licenses. The biggest issue is driver's license because they have either, they have students who are undocumented or they have parents. Uh, who they themselves are undocumented, and there's something that they worry about every day. Aliento hopes their presence at the Capitol today will inspire lawmakers to make changes that will impact thousands of young people like them across the state. From the newsroom, Ripley Simone Kennebrew, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Didi Rodriguez, the Executive Director here at Prestige Assisted Living. Did you know heart disease is the number one cause of death among older adults? But here at Prestige Assisted Living in Sierra Vista, we take the health and wellness of our residents to heart. We are offering a free guide on heart health for older adults on our website. Visit prestigecanhelp.com to download your free guide today. Again, that is prestigecanhelp.com. Next, an event that you should know about. Tonight, head over to the quarry in Bisbee for an evening of German-sourced rockabilly and blues from the Booze Bombs. They promise an electrifying evening of unfiltered music, heartfelt tunes, and the sounds of America filtered through the Black Forest. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Dan Beaker. Dan was born in St. Louis in 1941. He was an avid reader and talented writer who had a passion for service to his nation. He enlisted in the Army at the age of 18, served for 20 years, and was a veteran of the Vietnam War. 
After retirement from the Army, he continued working for two companies before fully retiring to enjoy reading, writing, golfing, and spending time with his wife and family. Dan was very proud of his military service and loved his country. He spent countless hours reading, researching, and writing several published books. He was an avid sports fan and taught his children the importance of service. Most of all, he loved his wife Shelly and their dog Buddy. Dan is survived by his wife of 55 years, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, sisters, and extended family. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Dan's life and service. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.